Welcome to another episode of the Paraverse Podcast. Hope you all are doing well tonight. With me tonight is a very special guest, and um, I think this is going to be definitely entertaining, um, (laughs) to say the least. So with me tonight is Nick Carboni. I don't fucking know. Uh, So, uh, Nick, well, first of all, welcome to the Paraverse Podcast. How are you doing tonight, brother? I'm fantastic, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Let's have some fun and fuck some shit up. Yeah, well, that's kind of the intention, and uh, that's kind of the uh, norm for this show. (laughs) So, and if you guys haven't noticed already, yes, it is going to be an NC-17 show again, because, eh, fuck it, why not? Uh, (laughs) That's the way it is. and if you are in the audience for the first time, welcome to the show. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns for either one of us, throw them in chat. Because, uh, Nick, I know you have a podcast, and us as hosts know that the audience makes the show, not just the guests and us. Yeah, I don't want to just listen to myself. Got to have people, you know, tune in and listen to me. I still don't understand why people watch this shit, but, you know, <laughs> it, it works. <laughs> So first, first of all, brother, let's uh, start off. And uh, for those who don't know who you are, give a little uh, brief bio about yourself. Oh, all right. Talk about myself. All right, we can do that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I uh, founded Old World Paranormal Society back in 2017. Um, I'm also the co-host of Old World Paranormal Podcast. Uh, do a lot of events, um, speaking gigs. Mm-hmm. Um, I am the creator of the bell mansion here in far away indiana if anybody knows what that place is mm-hmm. it's a magical place unfortunately no longer involved uh but you can thank me for the doors being open um as far <laughs> as me uh weird way that got into the paranormal it eventually gets you no matter what at what age eventually it'll get you mm-hmm. um what else i don't know we do a lot of residential cases. That's my bread and butter. I love to help people. Um, I don't care what's in your house, how many's in the house. I don't really care. We're going to stick it out to the end. But I'm on the opposite spectrum. I love to go out and have some fun uh, at all these cool, famous locations or holes in the walls or whatever I get invited to or we book or whatever. So, yeah, Fair that's enough. me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, look at your career story. You're on this sh- the show. <laughs> I made it. I'm done. I can retire after tonight. Oh, fuck. 
I say I retire every day. I wake up tired again. So I retire every day. That's the way I look at it. Uh, so we got Jess in the room. Welcome, welcome. Hello. And Teresa. Hey, Teresa. Welcome back. Welcome. Uh, so, Nick, let me ask you. And we, we were kind of talking about this uh, backstage, and you guys know the deal. Um, us as hosts, we like to talk and hang out and have some fun. And sometimes we forget that, oh, shit, it's time to start the show. Um, and hanging out with Nick was no exception to that rule. Uh, we were talking about the shows. So most people, myself included, started watching these shows like Ghost Hunters, Ghost Adventures. And I told you, it's a it's natural reaction. And uh, Paranormal State. We started watching these, piqued some interest. Is that what got you started in the paranormal or was it personal experience? Like what, what got you in? Oh, uh, you know, uh, personal experience. Um, just, just quick backstory. I don't want to fill up the whole day with it. I could, you know, writing a book on it. So anyways, uh, I've always seen spirits since I was a little kid. Uh, okay. when I had to go visit my dad when I was young, uh, he lived in a house that used to be an old funeral home. Uh, so you would see full body apparition, shadow figures, door slamming, footsteps, you name it in this house. And it was, it was, you know, nothing abnormal. That was my life. You know, my mom, my sister, everybody has been into it. Uh, but I had no interest whatsoever. And, you know, even started to have kids, my kids would see shit. I'm like, oh, it's just ghosts. Don't worry about it. You know, even in the house I'm in now, you know. When I moved in here, we would see shadow figures all the time. Uh, my ex-brother-in-law got drug out of a bed here. Uh, it was it was a shitstorm as far as paranormal is concerned. But I didn't really until I, I went through a divorce and it was just me in the house and I was remodeling and it just turned into a shitstorm. Uh, hmm. I was being physically attacked. I'd uh, be held down in the bed like sleep paralysis. Uh, we would hear disembodied screams in the house. I was having dreams of the spirits and the, I mean, it was just crazy. But, you know, I had to find somebody to come help. And I got a, a, a good friend of mine, a well-known shaman, Randall Smith. He comes up and uh, it was just a very eye-opening experience for me. Let's just say that. And once that was done, I wanted to start a team and pay it forward. Like, you know, Makes sense. And uh, I've had a lot of great opportunities. And so, again, you know, I, I, I love the shows. Like, I would religiously watch Ghost Hunters. Uh, I would call my mom, and we would talk about it. And then Paranormal State was just an amazing show. They're yep. both great shows. I loved them both. Yeah. Um, I even loved Ghost Adventure, you know, the first six, seven seasons. I mean, okay, let's say six. It's a it's reaction. Sorry if, if you guys notice anytime that show gets brought up, it's it's, it's like a tick. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if, if you had Coletta on the show, he is like the number one Zach Bagans hater. He hates him. He fucking. I him. will challenge that one. I met he, he got Zach blocked him on Twitter, and that was like the greatest thing ever for him. <laughs> <laughs> he talked about that for months. Um, <laughs> But no, it wasn't, you know, it was cool because growing up, seeing the stuff, you know, the family always talking about it. It was nothing abnormal. Yeah. You know, and I'm an adult now. I have kids when I was married, you know, but when the shows came out, I'm like, holy shit, these people are going around like 
talking to these things, investigating with these things, and doing. I said, that's cool. That is really cool. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I became a huge fan. I even had a black suburban with a tap. No shit. Then I bought a tap oh, sticker, God. put it on my window. <laughs> you know awesome. how many people at a fucking gas station would come up like, "Are you part of Taps?" I'm like, "No, I'm just, I'm just a fan. I just have a black suburban." <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But no, it was, it was definitely a, a personal experience, and uh, that's what finally got me into it. And uh, and yeah, I'll be honest with you. Even the first couple of years, you know, we put a team together, did a lot of work and research and learning and trial and error and but i had no idea really at the beginning how big the paranormal community was around the world i i didn't know about these conventions you know i didn't know this and i didn't know that i had no fucking clue dude you know and it can 100 percent relate you know it's cool you know I, i i know a lot of quote unquote pair of celebrities quote yeah i I use that term (laughs) loosely but they're just you know normal people friends i mean it's just i don't know i've had a good career so far let's just say that i don't know awesome yeah and you know what you and i can relate um i i loved the shows uh paranormal state is definitely one to me that is completely underrated Mm -hmm. um or was underrated Um, it was a great show absolutely great show it was uh, like we were saying backstage it was it's one of the most legit ones i've noticed and i've seen um that you know sparked my interest to start in this uh this path along with ghost hunters um and actually 100 true story you can ask any of my previous investigators i actually used the first four seasons of ghost hunters as training videos on the paranormal i mean I, I still have the DVDs. I have those big ass. You remember those old big ass DVD cases? <laughs> yes. I've got two of them, and you know they're filled with random bullshit, but they are filled with the first four seasons. And we would sit down and we would watch, and I'd say, okay, so on the client, this is what we're looking for. This is the questions you ask. This is how you ask the questions. This is the camera angles. This is you know what you do with this, with that, and that's how I used you know for a lot of my training. And we'd go out and practice it right um so that's really cool um and what's what i really love with you is most people like myself their families are very closed about it even to this day i mention anything about the paranormal my family's like you know doesn't exist doesn't happen right you know they're they're bible thumpers yours actually embraced it mm-hmm. you were the one who were like no fuck that no fuck that. <laughs> yeah i was the one that was like eh, whatever there's ghosts okay whatever <laughs> Uh, so what was that like though growing up like it, i mean take us back to like eight nine years old like growing up in school and you know friends coming over shit happening in the house and you're like oh this is that's just our ghost that's just you know randy he's just doing that you know what was that well, like it was you know everybody knew what the house was mm. you know my grandparents originally bought it they turned it into a home uh my uncle ends up buying it that my dad was staying there so i'd go there every other weekend you know mm-hmm. it was just normal <clears throat> even all the, the kids i grew up with you know playing basketball and baseball and football you know in, in the the streets or the park or whatever or running around the neighborhood even when they come over them like they just knew you know uh it was it was nothing shocking now that 
that's my dad's side of the family. And then they're, they're extremely Catholic. Okay? okay. And so you didn't really talk about it with them. But now about my mom's side of the family, that was like a normal topic conversation all the time. Hmm. You know, and I knew my sister, she, you know, she, she liked witchcraft and, and Wiccan stuff. You know, I always made fun of her. I'm like, whatever, witch. You know, <laughs> it's just like, go do your hocus pocus shit. Like, leave me alone. That um, sounds like some good piece of merch right there. Just a hoodie that says, whatever, witch. I'm, yeah, right. Like, hey, there you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but, it, you know, it was cool. And uh, I've seen some, some crazy shit. Uh, one of the, one of the, the one is, it's still vivid today. So I went to the, the Catholic school in the neighborhood. Called Precious Blood Catholic School. Went there kindergarten, eighth grade. Uh, so yes, I eventually became an altar boy. I was Uh-oh. an altar boy from fifth grade to eighth grade, and no, he didn't fucking touch my wee wee. So stop. Oh, it. thank God. Every pun, <laughs> every pun intended, by all means. <laughs> but <clears throat> excuse me, we would a lot of the a lot of the guys in my class would sign up for like funerals and weddings because. We would get tips. Plus, we, you know, if it was a funeral, uh, we would get out of class. Uh, it makes sense. So you wouldn't, you know, two hours of the day is wasting. You're over at church. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Um, but I was doing a, a funeral one day. I think it was my seventh grade year. And I don't know if anybody's ever been to a Catholic funeral. So I'm just going to go through a, a process. So you have the long main aisleway. That yeah. leads up to the altar and blah, blah, blah. So at the beginning of the mass, we go down to the back of the church. We accept the casket, you know, and we put this this tapestry thing over it. One of us has a candle. One has a cross. And uh, the pastor starts incense over mm-hmm. the casket, which is frankincense. Um, so we'd flip the casket around. We you know, march it down the the aisle way up to the altar, flip it around so it's parallel to the altar. Everybody can see it. The head always went to the right. And but on this day, the family had a wreath on the right side, and on the left side there was a big picture of the guy. I mean, we would never know who's in the fucking casket. I couldn't tell you if it was a woman or a man. Like yeah. Unless I was paying attention to what the priest was saying. Like yeah. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so i seen the picture of the guy okay and going through the thing we're going through mass and we get to the communion part and we would always have to kneel during this process being the altar boy or whatever so i'm off to the side it's me and this dude named jacob bloom he's sitting to my right we're just kneeling he's going through the thing and i look over to the left and our church had four sections the two middle ones were big two on the side were small pews in between the third and the fourth section there's a man standing there Mm -hmm. and i kept looking at him like why is this dude like not sitting down why he's nobody's back there why is he what the hell is this dude doing it looked odd yeah and the more i looked at it it fucking clicked in my head (laughs) what i was watching was the dude the dude in the casket (laughs) he's standing there and I'm like, my eyes get like this fucking big and my heart's pumping. I'm like, holy shit. 
And I'm like nudging Jacob next to me. I'm like, bro. And he's like, shut up, dude. We're going to get in trouble. I'm like, bro. And I asked him, I asked him after the mass and I'm like, dude, did you see the guy just like randomly standing over there? He's like, I didn't see nothing. So I, that that reminds me folks, if you're ever watching, um, I've actually told the wicked queen, that's my wife. uh, Her name is Mackenzie. Um, I told wicked queen that when I go, my funeral better be a party. I want people drunk, making bad decisions, getting pregnant. Like that, I'm talking like prom night decisions type stuff. Like that's what I want. I want a party. And so if this is legit, then I'm coming back and I'm gonna make sure y'all are having a good time. I don't want nobody crying. Like I want strippers. And the biggest right. and the one the one I want is right here, and that's Mr. Raymond Newsom from Newsom Paranormal. You better be on a poll, Raymond. I I swear to God. <laughs> but Nick, I don't know if you know this individual right here. Uh, I, I right? don't think I do. If I do, or you know me, I apologize. Raymond is a, like, I'm known as the podcast, or as we we spoke about earlier. Um, Raymond is in literally every podcast in the audience. Like, there's not a podcast around that this motherfucker isn't in on Parapost Network. He is everywhere. Um, No matter what time of day it is, it's always, nope, there's Raymond. Yep, there's Raymond. So, um, and actually, Raymond and I will be hosting a brand new show tonight. At 9 p.m. Eastern time, called "What the Paranormal." You want to talk sick and twisted? We're we're up in the, the bar a little bit with this one. And I see Rochelle is in the house. Hey, Rochelle, nice to see you. It's been a minute. How have you been? What's so up, that is really cool, though, Nick. To to have that experience as a kid. I mean, I don't think I'd be able to keep my mouth shut. I really wouldn't. I'd be like, "Yo." Uh, <laughs> I think if I did not have the experiences I had before that, I probably would have flipped my shit like a normal person. Well, I I know like one of my first experiences, and I've spoken about it on my show a couple times, is I was 16 years old. And you remember back when you first started driving and stuff like that, we didn't have the cell phones and all that bullshit (laughs) that they have now. (laughs) Damn right. Now, I had, you'll remember this, the old Nokia green and black screen okay. where it would have survived a nuclear attack. And I'm not talking like the construction one. That was the, that was ritzy. I'm talking the old gray bodied one that you can slam down, throw, throw under your dad's you know, truck. You know, I had one of those and nobody had my number, but my family, just right. in case, just in case, you know, for whatever, like pay per text. And I'm not, and I'm dead serious folks. Huh. <laughs> those of you who don't remember, you had to pay per text. Oh, dude, it was bad, man. It'd be like, hey, call me after nine when it's free. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that was before that shit. Still. Like, <laughs> you sent a hundred letter text, even with the spaces, you're, that's 10 bucks right there. Yeah, it was, you know, you ain't lying. It was bad. And uh, my phone went off. I was leaving my mom's work. She used to work for the state hospital. And yeah, that's creepy enough, which was funny to me. I got it. It didn't click until later. But anyway, here in PA, and I think you know, out in uh, out in the sticks, you leave one of those big chill areas. You hit cornfield everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I left, and I went underneath this uh, coal bridge, this old coal train bridge. My phone went off, and I was like, "The fuck!" I just, mom's at work, dad's at work. He worked in Harrisburg, which was an hour and a half away. Who's calling me or who's messaging me? I looked down. 
notice it not didn't go off there was nothing i look back up and there's a woman standing about 20 yards in front of me on the road i had an 87 chevy caprice classic nice. that thing did not stop on a dime <laughs> no <laughs> big metal bodied boat yeah get yep. fit 15 people in the trunk by itself i slammed on the brakes as best as i could watch this woman go right through the passenger side just passed right through when i did stop about jumped out of the car i was like ma'am are you and it clicked what happened and i was like um and she turned and as she turned she faded away and i went nope jumped (laughs) back in and off i was and i didn't i didn't speak of it because Right. Here in Central PA, you just don't. Like we're all Christian based. There's Catholics, Methodists, Protestant, all of it. You don't speak about the paranormal. It's all under the radar. Um, but no, I, I remember that great experience, and I told some of my buddies at school about it. And we were we were kind of like the hillbilly school, and uh, some were like, "Yo, fuck that shit. No, no, I won't touch that. No, no, no." But but no, that was really cool, brother. That you know, you, it happened at church, mm-hmm. which um, which a lot of people have different opinions about this. But to me, I think churches are haunted. Oh, they're what extremely haunted. I I have to hundred. Now, here's the big question: Do you think that it's some of the people there? that you know longtime members or do you think it's something a little uh, higher up in the food chain uh i mean churches are no different when you go to a church or like a theater or something that was a public gathering to have a good time yeah. uh spiritual wise if they're still earthbound still here you know they're going to go to these places in and out i don't you know unless you were a pastor there or you work there constantly you know then they might be there but you're gonna have a lot of energy flow in and out what's up sean i know this motherfucker right here <laughs> bumping the night i oh, know right there oh, you, oh that's right you do know sean actually i, I was gonna know you know what i was gonna bring that up i actually met sean and a couple of our amazing people from bump of the night um in pittsburgh we investigated this uh, library. My God, was that fun. Mm. I want to go back. Maybe uh, we can get you out. What do you think, Sean? Can we set something up do a big event? Get this guy out here? <laughs> hey, Pam. Yeah, I, but, we, just, we just spent three days, two nights with them on a Thanksgiving thing a couple weeks ago. But what, you know, what the hell was I talking about? We were talking about churches. Um, oh. Okay. About, and I think Dan agrees with us. It's... Uh, I, I do agree. I believe it's somewhere where people have a connection. And if you really think about it, a lot of these people, like the like Dan saying, these lifelong members, you know, that's where they're comfortable. That's where, you know, think about it. When you're when you're upset, when you have nowhere else to go, when you feel left out or you're there to celebrate, you want to be at church if you're a Christian. You know, I got a little twist on it, though. Uh Oh, here we go. Let's do it. Okay, so let's ruffle some feathers here. You ready? Let's do it. You are more apt. Now, of course, right now is the whole demon craze. Okay? Thumbnail shit. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, uh-huh. I, 
I fought 12 demons in the attic and survived shit. All right, Zach. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me. I know enough of YouTubers and TikTokers. I I get it. It's I get what they're doing anyways. But. You're more apt to run into something evil in that aspect at a church. And that is because. They're not going to be hanging around <clears throat> these abandoned buildings when nobody's in. That's not their MO. Their MO yeah. is to coerce people, uh, people that are not mentally as strong, easily, easily more adapt to get, you know, coerced to doing things. And it gets the best place to get more worse. Um, but what would be the greatest thing? So, Matt, let's say you are a mid level demon. Okay. Some some would agree already. Now you're like, all right. What would be the best thing for you to do? Flip. Hmm. Now the best thing would be to flip very religious people yeah. and take over them. Like that's like the Cadillac of taking over some fucking people. I could agree with that. I could see yeah. that. I mean, if it's if it's a person that's a druggie, okay, that's like a Ford Escort. Super easy. Hmm. Okay. Makes sense. You level up like, hey, you know, uh, I, I fucked up three people in this uh, Lutheran church. You know what I mean? Hmm. So there's a lot of residual energy in churches. Yeah. That's just because you have so many different light, people coming in and out. And that residual energy is going to be there. Um, church members, workers, pastors, priests, whatever. And then on top of that, if you are to go out, unless you're in a residential case or something, you're more apt. If you're going to run into something like that, it would be somewhere like a church. To me. I could see that. I could definitely see that. I mean, you're right. I mean, if, if there was... The thing like bragging rights, you know, taking a lifelong Christian and turning them, so to speak, that would be definitely the place. Um, What would you brag about? What would you brag about? Taking over 100 crackheads or two church members? Very true. Now, this begs the question, though, um, about holy ground, because a lot of churches are blessed, obviously. Um wouldn't you think that would affect them though and by the way folks if in case you're wondering this is just called constructive conversation (laughs) this is what unity is all about and working together you can send me negative emails at oldworldparanormal at (laughs) gmail.com you can leave them in the fucking comments you'll get blocked watch (laughs) test it but but no seriously like wouldn't you i mean a lot of these places Spaghetti. I like a fucking spaghetti, all right? We were just talking about that. (laughs) We were talking about that backstage virtual. But no, like, to me, like, that would be the, obviously the hardest to get into. I mean, maybe hang out in the parking lot, but most churches are considered holy ground, and they've been blessed, and they're under the protection of the spirit. So, was that a, well, apparently the church, that's. The church. No. The church is run by people which are in human form living whatever however you want to fucking say it 
This is not blessed by a higher being. That's the way I look at it. You know, to me, okay, so you have a big fight in the site, you know, the paranormal scientific community, but you also have the big fight in like the Big Bang Theory and, Mm -hmm. you know, the whole God story. You know, my big thing growing up Catholic was I'm like, all these stories are telling us, God, a lot of it's bullshit. Like, that don't make no sense. And I'm a kid. Mm -hmm. I'm like, come on, Mm -hmm. man. Now, take what they're saying with a grain of salt. Take it as metaphors. Take them as stories, whatever. Yes, a lot of the stories are true. But the problem is everything is created by man. Yeah. Religion is created by man. The Bible was created by men. The Bible was written a lot of times third, fourth generation after the quote-unquote apostles. Okay? Uh-huh. Um, so everything's created by man. Uh, it's all a mental thing, bro. Uh, and I'm a firm believer that I, yes, I still believe in God. I believe in, I believe in a creator. Yes. God is not a man, white, black, it's not a woman, white, black, whatever you want to say mm-hmm. It's an energy source is God. Okay. And I think everything ties into one. I think they're arguing for no reason. That's what I think. You see why I wanted him on this show, folks? Um, <laughs> actually, it, it's funny, Nick, not to cut you off, mm-hmm. but, you know, the paranormal has led me deeper in my faith um, mm-hmm. with a lot of blessings, uh, cleansings. It became, you know, it led me to become ordained. Um, but doing research, my I have a theory exactly like what you're just talking about, that each religion in actuality, it's the same fucking religion. It's the same thing, just a different translation. Buddha, Zeus, Muhammad, all of them. They're all God, a single deity. There is no one name. Here's the fucked up thing, Matt, is technically Christianity is a hodgepodge religion. They took a lot of beliefs from this and this and this and this and this and created this religion, and you're going to follow Christ. And the whole premise is to walk and act like Christ. Yep. Okay. Now Christ himself was Jewish. Yep. There was no no thing as Christianity does didn't happen until after Jesus was gone. Yeah. Um. So you have you have some few extremely old religions. Okay. You know, Judaism and like Buddhism and Hinduism and and, and stuff like that. Um. But that's that's just the big problem. It's like, okay, I would be more apt to say a person, as long as you believe in that higher source and you try to be a good fucking person, um, whatever that is, that next level dimension, nope. you know, it's going to be easier for you to go up. Yep. You know, I don't think there's a hell. Actually, I think we live in hell. I think we are actually brothers just separated at birth because I've said the same damn thing. Reincarnation is this, is we get reincarnated depending on how good, bad, evil, whatever you want to say, whatever judgment, you know, quo is, that's what we get reincarnated as. And to me, what bigger hell would it be to have family that you love, lose them, and then forget about them and come back, you know, and if you are good, you move up to that next level, just like what you're talking about, where you remember all of this. 
which would make right. sense with a lot of near-death experiences. Like um, one of my brothers, who is the the producer of this show, um, and many others, uh, his name's AJ Capasso. He said he had a near-death experience, and when he was removed, to say nicely, from this plane, mm-hmm. he went through this tunnel and saw a quick flash of the history of the world, not just his, all of it, all in one shot. And he said the only way to describe it is like when we listen to a CD, we listen to one song at a time. The way he w- he can describe it is listening to all the songs at one time and understanding them. Correct. Yeah. So I, I can see that. And honestly, the way the church is run, and again, folks, this has nothing to do with, you know, it is, we're not here to start a battle. This is just well, no, our I, opinions. Believe but, in whatever you want to believe. Believe in something. It's yeah. good to believe in something. But considering that the Vatican themselves have came down and said that they've removed books from the Bible, mm-hmm. including Jesus's book. She did write a book that's it's already been made publicly aware. Why don't we have it? Why is it taken out of the Bible? And not to mention, it's a good it, to me. It's a good instruction manual. That's all it is. It's a good instruction manual. They're great stories. They're you know a great foundation to be a better self. But as far as the word, mm, I have some issues with that. Right, right. Well, the Ro- Roman Emperor Constantine is the one, you know, decided what originally went into the Bible. Yeah. You know, whatever didn't make the cut, whatever. But, you know, it is it is what it is. Um, I don't care, Dan. <laughs> the Vatican, The Vatican literally has the answers to everything that has ever happened on this planet. Yep. And, you know, the, the problem with religion is fear-mongering. Mm-hmm. And it, it's driven by money. And that, that's, it's sad, because that it's true. You can I argue to the day I die. Like, you go every Sunday, and you, you drop $20 on the serving plate, but then in two weeks, when you go bankrupt, and you don't have a single cent to your name. You go to the church. You talk to the father. You're like, Father, I need, I, you know, I, I've donated thousands of dollars to the church. Is a, is a way I can, you know, can you help me out here? And, you know, the, the priest is going to tell you, well, you just need to pray to God. You know, which leads me to another fucking story. Okay. Small town. Flood. It's flooding. Guy takes his son up to the to the rooftop. Because water's rising quickly. And eventually, guys come on a, on a boat. They're like, sir, come with us. We'll get you to safety. And he's like, no, no, we're good. We're going to stay here. I'm going to trust God. God is going to provide. Guys in the boat are like, okay. They drive off. You know, a couple hours later, there's a helicopter. And they come. They're like, come on, come on, come on. He says the same thing to the helicopter. I'm going to wait for God. God is going to provide. God is going to save us. Well, they eventually die in this flood, guy and the son, and the guy gets up to, to heaven, and he asks God, and he's upset, and he's like, I don't understand, God. Why didn't you save me? Or why didn't, why didn't you do anything? And God says, I did, idiot. I sent you a boat and a helicopter. You didn't take it. Mm-hmm. So the metaphor is you think God is, like, going to come down physically and be like, oh, no, that's not the way it is. 
Yep. And it's funny because we talk about these, these gifts or whatever, you know, what a lot of people I think fail to realize is it's not going to be like this Hollywood premiere type gift. It's not going to be all lights and shiny and glitter. They're going to be very, very subtle. And it's those instances where you're like, shit, I should have done that or shit. I should have done this. You know, that's the thing that we need to focus on. It's not the big flashy stuff. It's these little tiny hints. And, you know, whether it's consciousness or whether it's a Holy Spirit moving through you or whatever, you know, you just kind of let it flow. You just got to let it happen. And that's like, to me personally, that's where that personal faith comes in. You have to have that trust and not just yourself, but whatever the fates may have for you. Um, I want to piggyback to your, your friend that said he went through the light and was able to see all music. Yeah. Like, okay. So when you go to the spiritual side, there for one, there's there's no time. There's no time frame. There's no time itself. So mm -hmm. everything is at, at once. Mm -hmm. Past, present, and future is at once. You know, you talk about paranormal investigators going out and they're getting their names called out. I get my name called out constantly, especially when I'm going to residential cases and I've never even been to this house yet. And I'm getting called out. It's because they're all knowing. They already know that I was coming. They've already known I've came. And they know if I'm coming back for a second or third time before I even decide I'm coming back. They already know that. They know everything. You know, when you go through your life cycle, this life, you know, you have certain lessons you have to learn in this life. Yep. And. If you fail those lessons, you might come back to do the same thing again. You know, um, each time you you come back to Earth or you're in the human form or fuck your cat or a dog or whatever, you know, they, you chose this lesson. You have to learn this lesson or whatever this life is until you learn that lesson until you, you level up. Yep. Type of thing. Um, but, yeah, I believe that, you know, once we crawl, we know everything. You, you know it. You understand the spiritual plane. You know this. You know that. You know, I, that's the way I kind of look at it. You know, um, I think we're limited in our brain. Some people are more in tune and have a little mm -hmm. more brain capacity to understand it. And that's when you get your mediums and your shamans and, and stuff like that. You know, normal people like us, like I don't see shit. <laughs> you know, I can't. I, I, reply, I see shit. I hear shit. I can't communicate with them. Like, I can't, you know, walk in and be like, there's a dark man in the corner. There's a four-year-old over here. There's an Amish person over here. Like, I, I can't do that. I got yeah. to do it the old school way. I got to, like, beg and plead for them to talk to me. <laughs> hey, they, they don't like me. I don't know why, but they don't. I always get asked to leave. It's weird. Uh, but no, you know what? I work with the general public and I, I can guarantee you that, you know, people work on different brain capacities and, uh, <laughs> and anybody that's worked in, uh, with the public, you don't understand what I'm talking about. Uh, anyway, so we've come to that point folks, where we're going to take a quick commercial break. So do not go anywhere. Cause when we come back, we're going to talk to Nick about his podcast and anything oh, sure. else we want to, anything else we want to fucking talk about. I don't know. 
So don't go anywhere, guys. We'll be right back. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Paraverse Podcast. I'm here with Nick, and we're just hanging out, chatting, having a good old time. Uh, before we continue, I'm going to do my usual shout-outs to, of course, Parapost, Parapost Network Central. You just saw the video for that. Um, if you guys are liking this show, which I don't know why, but if you're watching this and liking it and you want more of it, go check out Parapost Network Central on Facebook. You can find this show plus many, many, many others. Um, a lot better ones and uh, just a good variety, a really good variety. And if you haven't heard of Parapost, go check it out at parapost.net. Go sign up today for free. You can download it on your Android or iPhone, doesn't matter. And uh, think of it like a paranormal Facebook minus the drama. That's basically it. That's, that's all it is. You can start networking today for free, my favorite part. And uh, you can meet new teams, see new locations, get some equipment, some ideas, and just have some basic fun. Um, I also want to give a shout out to my family over there at Paralinks, the Paranormal United Network. Um, love those guys. You Again, if you guys haven't heard of Paralinks, go check them out. The Paranormal United Network, you can find them 123 and plus on Facebook. Uh, you'll find a lot of 
really good shows over there. A lot of really good shows, including this one as well. Um, this one, yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. But uh, but go check them out. Show them some love. It's a C-level show, bro, because you have me on it. We've upgraded, guys. We've <laughs> upgraded. Um, and also, Fear Fest. If you guys haven't heard, you heard me kind of talking about it a little earlier. Uh, Fear Fest, you got to go check them out. Howard has done an amazing job. And what I love about it, and I know, Nick, you like like the cons and the hangouts and stuff like that. Fear Fest is just that and it what i really love about it is all the proceeds to the event go right back to charity which is awesome and uh definitely go check them out show them support and of course which you saw the video for the global ghost hunt uh nick i don't know if you ever heard well yeah you did hear about it because we were on your fucking show uh <laughs> no but, i never heard about it whatever, yeah, whatever. Right? <laughs> the short version if you haven't heard which if you haven't welcome to the show um it's a celebration. It is a celebration of teams and locations from all over the world. Two 10-day events, one in spring, one in fall. If you... Oh, so that must be... I see in the chat. This must be my boy, Victor Santiago from the Don Vic show. He's a good one. You, you love him, by the way, Nick. But yeah. um, honestly, Global Ghost Hunt, guys, if you're a team, sign up. You, you you really do. Be a part of the celebration. We have made it more affordable and easier for everybody. Go to globalghosthunt.com. Sign up today. Registrations are open. We have whole new packages, whole new perks. Um, the admin team and myself are really excited for this one. Um, you guys do not want to miss out. It is a great way to promote your team or your location. Um, and if you're a location that doesn't have a team, sign up anyway. We will help you out as much as we can. And team same thing if you can't make the dates it can be recorded it really can you can record it and then we will still air it during those dates it doesn't matter we will help you out all you have to do is message um so again folks go to globalghosthunt.com today and sign up um and i want to give one more shout out if you guys haven't heard i have a merch store link is in the description go ahead check it out paraconsultantstore.com i will be releasing some holiday merch here very shortly so keep your eyes open right. um we i think there's one nick i think you'd really love it's called haunted hooters nice on the front it just says haunted hooters and on the back it says putting the boo in boobs that, i would wear that shirt no no joke yep, yep. and uh, obviously the little <laughs> ghost hunt has some merch um i'm wearing the hoodie right now i absolutely this is my design me and uh, aaron hoffman's design i absolutely love it it's comfortable um you can go to globalghosthuntmerch.com and get yours today but i am really excited for this guy so but anyway so we're here with nick we're chatting we're hanging out having some fun probably stepping on some toes when you know what don't fucking oh, yeah. care don't fuck <laughs> my boy paranormal tmz <laughs> that's a good one i like that um we got my brother jonathan myers from crossover paranormal society what's up jonathan how you doing brother now nick this man right here is a good old boy he's uh, one of them he's one of them good old boys from the carolinas okay oh shit. i mean he, he's a cowboy fan but yeah, he oh yeah you know i was i was digging it till you said that yeah i know i know i gotta get him a terrible towel <laughs> Okay, who are you? Who, okay, who's yours? Before we get into the paranormal, who's yours? Oh, I'm, I've been a Lions fan since the 80s. 
okay, you're you're a little close. So I was like, yeah, I wasn't sure if you were going to say Cleveland because if that was the case, you and I this show would be over. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> well, I'm ready to eat dinner, so yes, I'm a Browns fan. So, <laughs> ah, fuck yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so Nick, we were talking about your show uh, a little bit earlier, uh, yeah. and I know you've had Sean on from Bump of the Night Society. I love those guys. Um, so you talked about starting the paranormal up. Where did the show come in at? Came in uh, 2020, end of 2021. Uh, we were at a convention and okay. uh, called DeadCon here in Fort Wayne. And we had just went through a major shift in the team. Um, I really, you know, didn't know what was going to go on. You know, typical paranormal drama. Um, and Sean was actually a newbie on my team. He had only been on the team for maybe six months, but hasn't been done much with this yet. And uh, he hosts a lot of wrestling events, like a minor okay. league wrestling league. So that was one of the reasons why we brought Sean on because of his networking skills. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but he comes to me, you know, he's like, I've been doing like what you do, a stream yard live show mm -hmm. uh, for about three years. And uh, I just got burnt out with it because, you know, I, we had some guests if there was the guest that was going to be something about the topic that we picked and, you know, we would dive into religion and, and paranormal and anything, you know, yeah. and I had fun with it. No lie, but it got to be a lot of work and a lot of research and I'm a busy fella. So I just quit doing it. You know, we got about a hundred episodes in. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm done. But Sean comes to me. He was like, let's do a podcast. And I'm like, like what I was doing, he's like, no, like a, like a, like an actual podcast. Like you go to a podcast, you know, you pick a podcast to listen to, that kind of podcast. I'm like, well, I don't fucking know how to do that shit. He's like, well, I do. He's like, I'll set it up. I'm like, okay. And uh, at the time, I was running the Bell Mansion. I had a lot of access to a lot of pair of celebrities. And so we lined up a bunch of them and uh, we started it off. And we were a prototypical, the first probably 10 episodes was like, how did you get into it? What was your favorite place? Whatever happened to you? What was the worst thing? Blah, blah, blah. Plug yourself. Show's done. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is boring. Yeah. This is fucking boring. And so I just started, like, clowning around with them. And it just picked up steam. And I just, I, I'll be honest with you, that the title was Old World Paranormal Podcast because obviously that's our team. But. If I can interview you and for, you know, the hour to two hours, however long it goes, and we barely talk about the paranormal, I'm a fucking happy man. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I see what you do on TV. I see what you do while I hear. I understand what you can do in the paranormal. Let's talk about other shit. Let me get to know you and then find something funny, and I'm going to make fun of you for it for a while and just go with it, you know um you know like when when i had you and everybody else on the show a couple weeks ago you know it's like once in canada you're in pennsylvania the others in like i don't fucking know a hole in the desert somewhere or kansas up minnesota. minnesota minnesota yeah snow and i'm like man like if you live in minnesota you have to be an alcoholic or you just like or drugs or something you know because god yeah. how much fucking snow can you take and still See, live there. I, I like to call that Minnesota America's Canada. That is that is a fair statement. 
Thank you. See, that is I'm not the only person, people. <laughs> yeah, that northern Wisconsin. I don't think Michigan or Michigan, Michigan, you know, they're not quite like Canadian people. They're a little different, but you go on the other side of the lake, like northern Wisconsin and Minnesota, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I uh, got to get them a boat and just blah, blah, blah. <laughs> See, and I'm like, this this man right here is from Wisconsin and it's like Canada <laughs> light with him. It's it's awesome. I love Dan. Uh, he, he's got a little partner in crime. His name's Al. I love both of them. Um, but it's like Minnesota light. It's, it's, it's the like Canadian light Minnesota. It's weird. Like it's, it's an odd mix and I love it. Uh, what's up Abyss? How are you tonight? Another great team. Um, actually to be honest, Nick, if you like, I mean, obviously you like paranormal, um, go to global ghost hunt, check out Abyss's videos. Abyss does an amazing job investigating Vicky and her team. Um, so does Rootless Destinations and a couple others. Um, awesome. AC Pie, a lot of really good teams on there. But Abyss for the May event this past May did really, really well. I was really impressed with them. Um, awesome. What is the fuck did my phone light up? I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying. And there's nothing, you know, there's, there's a couple of people out there who, you know, script these shows. They talk same questions over and over and over. And some make it work. Some do. They're, they're good. Don't, don't get me wrong. But my whole thing was I don't want to bring people on and ask them the same question over and over, especially on these networks like Parapost and Paralinks, because we've all heard it. We've all heard. I want to know when was the time you shit yourself? You know, what's your shoe size? Right. You know, who's the prankster on the group? Like, what's the funniest prank y'all have pulled on each other? Um, what's the weirdest thing you've done with a piece of equipment? And, and some get a little, but, or like Brian, he was the one that, you know, he was on with us, uh, the Canadian guy, Mr. Mister himself. Um, every investigation, for some fucking reason, his flies down. <laughs> Don't know why no idea he's he always says he every time he goes out his zipper's down and there is there is proof of this too there is camera proof and Maybe it's, it's he's, funny he's a huge dan Aykroyd fan and he's in he wants to to get that ghost love that, that ghost blow job maybe, maybe what it is. brian if you're in the room come on answer up <laughs> but no and it's it's stuff like that that me personally as a host i want to know i, I want to know what people you know aren't asking or afraid to ask um or even if they get people on um like a little teaser for everybody on the 16th not this saturday but next saturday i've got a pretty good uh i, I don't mean pretty good a really good guest coming on and uh i've met him once before he's an actor he's been in a lot of big movies and uh, I'm really proud of this one because he's really down to earth. That's what I really love about him. Um, I'm going to ask him some funny things. Like, you know, what's the funniest thing you've had, you've had happen on set? You know? Right, right. You know, someone tried to do a scene and they're supposed to be dead and you just hear them shit themselves. You know, what, what, you know, <laughs> what happens then? Does that get cut out? Do you, you know, does that make the blooper real? Right, um, right. But no, and, uh, and that's the thing, Nick. And I think you'll agree with me. When you're doing these shows, you have to enjoy it. You have to enjoy yeah. it. You have to have fun with it. Because the more fun we have, the more fun the audience has, and the more fun our guests have. You know, it's we got to a point where, 
you know, we we interviewed a lot of these Paris celebrities, and I was I was starting to get bored with it, yeah. and so I started networking, and and I was like, I, let's let's start bringing teams on here. So we we started bringing teams on, and you know, met a lot of amazing people. I actually become friends with them, go hang out with them, and, and then I'm like, I want to highlight newbies, brand new fucking teams. You know, I want to talk to them. So we put this huge post out and literally got a probably a hundred replies of different teams. Hey, we're new. We'd love to come on. We need the exposure, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do this. You know, let's start scheduling some of these people. Uh, I have a, a better time having a team come on that I don't know. Okay. And I'm getting to know them and we're cracking jokes like, you know, this or that. I, I have, I don't know that to me, that's fun. It, it really is. And to me, and the, this this became really apparent, and I think some of you who have been watching the Global Ghost Hunt will agree, a lot of these newer teams, case in point, like Abyss, will teach us more than these seasoned investigators. They have a new perspective, a new spin on things, and a new outlook. And they're okay, and they're, they're okay to make those stupid jokes or – to do something stupid or to have fun with it you know those those are and i I agree those are the teams i want to talk to right you know there's no script nobody's an expert we are no closer than we were 200 years ago um in finding out the real truth we have a lot of speculation you know speculation and you know yes technology is advanced and and it's cool and it's a little easier to interact with them but there's a reason why they're not on the other side telling us 100% what it's like. There's a reason for it. We can't comprehend it. Our brain can't comprehend it. But to me, eventually, one of these new teams is going to come. It's going to be somebody that comes up with this idea that nobody's ever thought of, and it yep. blows the doors wide open. Yep. So instead of, you know, fuck you, I've been doing this for 22 years. Blah, 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 blah. No, it's like, all right, cool, man. Hell yeah, because I, I don't care if you started yesterday or if you're Jason Hawks. Like, I'm going to shake your hand, tell you my name, get to know you just as different, you know, I'm the same. Yep. You know, and this person I'm talking to, it might be her first day, but this might be the person that changes the whole fucking thing. 100%. And you know what's funny? I use the analogy, um, especially when I'm talking para-unity, the paranormal field is a big jigsaw puzzle and it's going to take every piece pieces being us as investigators to piece it all together. The big question that everybody asks, is there life after death? We've already answered. Yes. Otherwise who the fuck are we talking to? There is life after death. It's what happens. And we're only going to find that out if we all work together on it. Um, the only thing that I've come close to was I investigated the Whaley House out in San Diego, and I actually got a chance to do a, a session with Thomas Whaley. Or if you know your history, he was the first sheriff, and you know all this good stuff. Great, great history read if you are a history buff. And uh, we were talking to him, and I said, Thomas, because he hated Mister Whaley. Just for the record, if you ever get to the Whaley House, he doesn't like Mister Whaley. It's Thomas. I said, Thomas, what's it like to die? And everybody on my team went, you can't ask that. 
did you really just fucking ask that? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I did. What's, what's it like to die, Thomas? Tell me. And through the SV7, all I heard was cold. Cold. Okay, so bring a sweater. Got it. Okay, so it's cold. You know, and it, it's amazing to me. And I, I didn't. I wasn't where I'm at today. Like I wasn't as experienced, you know, that was, you know, almost 20 years ago. And, you know, I still, I'm still an idiot when it comes to this. Like I'm still learning. I may be the consultant folks, but I don't know everything. I'm, I'm not an expert. Nobody in my opinion is a, an expert or a professional. You're just, yeah, I like, I like talking to people. Uh, about their techniques, what they think, their thought process. Um, mm -hmm. I, I know I have a lot of people that reach out to me, and I give them my opinion, you know. And, again, we have proof, but we don't know what it's like. And we don't understand the thought process of which person's right. Is it the religion? Is it the scientific way? Is it? Is it dimensions? Is it portals? Is it just levels? Is there 12? I mean, all those answers, we we, we don't know. Yeah. But we know that we're made of energy. And if you even go now to the molecular level and the way the universe is and blah, 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 the way our lungs are designed and our brain, like, you know, the trees and the universe is already, you know, it, it's all in our head and it's like we're all one. We get that. But we don't know which one is right, which isn't. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Well, the way I look at it is, it's a big game. Like, especially with religions, it's a big game of telephone. That's all it really comes down to. You know, you can't keep it straight for the in entirety of these thousands of years. Plus, it coming from a dead language. Yeah, I doubt it. Um, but that would translate everything. And like we said before, even it's written by man, you know, man is, is flawed and there's stuff that they've been hiding for years. So fuck it. What, you know, why can't we all be right? And Pam, I a hundred percent agree. So one of my last questions for you, Nick is, uh, and I think as a host, we all know somebody who has done this, not you, David, but <laughs> David Hope from Darko Paranormal. I love this guy. Another, I love everybody in this chat, by the way. Everybody here is is amazing. I love my group of people. I love my audience. Um, awesome. So awesome. go check them all out if you get yeah, an opportunity absolutely. to, Nick. Um, but the way I look, I, I've had these guests, and I'm sure you have too. And, this, and for the record, if anybody's going to go on a show, don't do this. But we've had those guests that aren't even one-liners or one-worders. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Have you experienced, what's your favorite experience in the paranormal? Uh, I've had many. Yeah, I mean, you've, there's, you've had, you get those guests where you ask them a question. <laughs> and typically when you're interviewing somebody, you know, you ask the question, they, they're giving you an answer, but in the answer, it gives you another leadway to another question. And the conversation just, it, it develops. Yeah. But, when you are interviewing somebody and they literally go, yes, mm -hmm. no, especially when okay. they're not yes, or, especially when they're yes or they're not yes or no questions. That's my favorite. 
or, you know, it's like many. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, early me would have been like, fuck in my head. Like this sucks. Oh my God. <laughs> now my first thing, like, bro, what is wrong with you? And I will say it live on air. Like talk, like just mm-hmm. talk, mm-hmm. you know, like what's going to spark your interest. You're into only fans and you like feet. Okay. Fine, let's talk about that. I don't give a shit. Hey, hey, another wrong with that. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm going to spin this one before we ask Pam's question because that is actually a really good question, uh, Pam. But so we've all had, I, I, I mentioned a question earlier, like what was your shit your pants moment, you know, for the paranormal, stuff like that. But I want to ask you as a host, what has been your funniest, funniest interview? whether it's just a one specific section or something that happened or something that made you, you yourself go that really fucking happen and just lose your shit. Yeah. Um, we were interviewing this lady named Sydney Hernandez. Okay? okay. I met her at a convention in Cleveland. She's sitting right next to our table. Mm-hmm. You know, you spark, you, you spark up conversation. You get to know any people. I'm like, Hey, we get a chance. I'm going to have you on the show. You're, you know, to me, you're interesting. Yeah. Um, She's a, a tarot reader and a witchy person and this or that. So I'm like, whatever. We have her on the show, and you don't think anything of it. I'm like, well, this would be cool to be on the show. We're going to have Sydney do a live tarot reading on me and Sean, mm-hmm. you know, live on the podcast so everybody can listen to it, blah, blah, blah. And she just turns into the most interesting person, and she was talking about one of the things was her aunt. They found her dead a week after she died. And the lady's cats had literally been eating on her for days. No shit. And I'm like, holy crap. And she's like laughing about this and like making jokes. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm rolling with it. You know what I mean? And then we we're, we're, we go on later in the, in the, in the, the podcast and, She's talking about how she used to work at a sex shop, a sex toy place, you know. Yeah. You go there and get your toys and your lube and your pornos. And But this place had a room in the back where you could rent the DVD, go back there and whack your stuff for a while, then, then leave. Okay? Mm-hmm. Well, she said this this old guy shows up. He picks out a, a movie, and he goes, you know, pays to go to the back or whatever. And he's about mid-70s. And... It dawned on her. She was getting ready to close, and it had been like four and a half hours, and the guys never come out of this room. Oh, God. And and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, for real? And she's like, yeah, I walked back there, and he's just he's, he's dead, laying there on the floor. <laughs> and I, me and Sean are looking at each other like, man, this chick is fucked up. Like, she's had some fucked up shit. And my first thought was, and I asked her immediately, like, there was no hesitation. I said, was he still saluting? <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God, I don't know. And I'm like, well, think about it. It's mid-70 guy, popped the Viagra, maybe two, and he's back there doing his thing. Would he still be saluting? You know, that would be yeah. a question I would ask, too. And, huh. oh, my God, bro. For two weeks, I got nothing but text messages of haha hashtag death boner. Death boner, I like that. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but 
curiosity kills a cat. Like yeah. it's it's an interesting thought. Like it just rolls off my tongue. I don't half the time I don't even know I said it till after I said it. But yeah, I mean, like, would it still be saluting for a while? I don't know. You know. I mean, we shoot ourselves when we die. So yeah, yeah, right. I, mean, I would assume so. Huh? Said I. I'd say no. The blood flow stops, but the medicine's still there, and your blood kind of coagulates and like thickens. So wouldn't that help it still stand up for a little bit? Huh? We need to do an experiment. Anybody works in a morgue, let us know. Um, <laughs> I've actually heard about that. Some people came in. They said that the cadavers were uh, okay. All right. Well, yeah, oh, us two people said no. Okay. Pam says no. Andrea, Kara says no. Yeah, that might be it. That, that needs to be a theory. Right, I mean, how do you know, Pam? Like, how do you know? Are you a nurse? <laughs> like, do you work in a funeral home? Are you a mortician? Are you? Uh, I love Pam. <laughs> um, coroner. That'd be really weird. I just had a weird image of somebody passing away with with a heart on. And you go to do CPR, and every time you push down, that pops up. So it's like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like (laughs) whack-a-mole. You see why, folks, I wanted him on the show. (laughs) Uh, But uh, Pam is asking you, uh, if you were to design a piece of equipment for the paranormal, what would it do for us and why? Wow. Uh, Excellent, excellent, excellent. I like interactive. Um, I like motion sensors. Um, I do like spirit boxes, but I'm not a big fan of the Estes session, unless you're recording the spirit box audio while you're doing it. Um, Some people are better in the Estes than others, and I know some people are really good at it, but it's just like me. It's like, eh, I'd rather for everybody to hear it, me record the audio, play it back. Yeah. To me... It would have to be something. Sound wave frequencies is definitely the way to go. Okay. We don't 100% understand all of it yet. We understand there's multiple frequencies, this or that. Like the spirit box, for instance, you know, when they when they come into that voice, it's in between those radio sweeps. Like you, you know, Bob at 98.9 The Bear, then all of a sudden you, you hear this thing behind it like, boner you know <laughs> oh i would do that trust me um to me something with that i don't think we have quite got there yet i know some people are getting or doing some wonderful thing like jay prather and austin maynard and katie stafford and and numerous other people that are are tweaking these rf spec spectrums and and this or that and and going in a different direction to me that it would be something in that aspect I kind of would like it all in one and they do have some of them. I know the new SB seven pro has kind of got a little bit of everything on it. Um, I don't know. I Rob stuff from ghost gear Tech's pretty good. Um, I love REM pods. I do. Um, I've had some people build me some custom ones that are extremely hard to set off. Mm-hmm. Versus Gary Galka's version. But I use Gary Galka's version a little different. I use it as a Q&A. Like, 
if it just goes off green, like I, I pay no mind to it. Now I'll ask you to light it up again. Obviously, like we light it up again, touch the tip. Um, but then I will ask, I will ask, I'll be like, I would like to see, can you show me just the color yellow? Can you show me just blue? And you, you know, it's cool because you can see them, the energy being tweaked, you know, and it's like, it's going from yellow to blue to blue to yellow to purple. And all of a sudden, boom, it's just blue. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's intelligent interaction. That's not some frequency coming in disturbing it it's not your walkie talkies it's not your wi-fi signal it's not the radio signal coming through if you ask a question in a specific color and you get that response you know you're interacting with something intelligent enough to manipulate the energy around 100 percent, 100 percent. nice nice answer and great question great question pam so um i saw you had some other questions here pam uh but um sadly i do have to get going um, I got to get ready for another show. Um, for those of you just tuning in, Raymond Newsom and myself will be airing our very first episode of What the Paranormal. Um, don't bring your kids. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> but before we go, uh, Nick, where can everybody find you if they don't want to look at the links in the description? Because that's where they're at. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Uh, old World Paranormal Society. Uh, remember, there's an E at the end of the old. Um, old world paranormal podcast it's on all major podcast formats uh google spotify amazon apple iheart soundcloud and audible i believe or something like that um tiktok owps um youtube old world paranormal society of fort wayne indiana um yeah all over the place we like to have fun awesome awesome and uh so nick before we uh, get going uh just hang out backstage after the end uh, i do want to talk to you about something really really quick yeah uh, sure. but anyway guys i do appreciate each and every one of you coming out and please don't forget to follow the description and look at all the links because nicks are all down there and so is old world paranormal society um everything down there for him and his team are down there you definitely will go check them out they're a lot of fun the show's a lot of fun um we i, I was on it a little yep. bit ago and it was it was a blast um and he, sh- he was answering pam yep he is in fort wayne um indiana just in case anybody is wondering but um i do appreciate you guys uh stopping in don't forget to hit the like the share all that stuff as we continue this journey because it's it's so much fun and we're not stopping so nick i will definitely have to bring you on for a part two maybe we can bring the rest of the crew on have some oh, fun absolutely. Uh, man, cause some sort of freaking chaos because it's it's good time. So, guys, thank you so much for watching. We will catch up with you guys later. And I guess there's only one more thing left for me to say. Y'all have yourselves a great rest of your night. Have fun. Stay safe. Seriously, always stay safe, guys. And as always, happy hauntings. <laughs>